Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. Their professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and monerofinancial.com. And tell them the Mickey Dudes sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and thank you for downloading part two of Chuck's trip report from his Walt Disney World and Universal vacation. We now resume last week's show in progress. Okay. Um, so that actually brings us to what I believe is Friday or Saturday night, Saturday night and Saturday morning, excuse me. And Heather had a friend join us on this trip. Um, and between the two of them, they somehow found a, is a former Disney Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique, uh, fairy godmother. Um, and she has her own company now called Bounding Beauty, and she came to the resort. Now, she does go to Universal. She goes to Disney as well and basically did a makeover for both Heather and her friend um, at six o'clock in the morning um, to help them Harry Potter bound. So Heather is a Slytherin, uh, for whatever that means. I believe I am a Hufflepuff. Uh, I'm a Hufflepuff too, man. Hey, me and Joe. <laughs> I'm a, pr- I'm a proud Hufflepuff. All right, just Dave, look at that. I love the Hufflepuff. You see, if you would have called me again, I could have gone Hufflepuff, but I didn't hear from you, So, but I'm not bitter. So I will say this, Chuck. <laughs> I, I, I want to jump on top of this real quick. I, Heather did get the makeup done, right, for this. That was legit. That yes, was um, it was It was legit makeup. So I will absolutely, you know, no free ads, but she uh, she did a fantastic job. Um, I... She does go to the, the resorts. She goes to wherever you will need her to go. Um, the makeup that Heather had done survived not only Florida summer, but Florida water parks um, for three, four days, something like that. Three days. And I, Heather didn't take her hair out, like actually unpiece it and let it down for the remainder of the time until um, we were on the plane home. And that was Tuesday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then part of Tuesday. Hey, I remember seeing the picture you had sent me and Jen, and I was like, 
holy crap. I'm like, that's like, I mean, because she had like the makeup, the hair. She had like the, the cape on, like oh, the, the that full. That was a sweater, by the way. So I give yeah. her a ton of credit. Yeah, Jen was like, is she orders. wearing like a cape? And a, so I was like, yeah, she's like legit going hardcore like pictures. Yeah, so, so the, the makeup lasted one day um, because, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe you don't know. You, you don't sleep in makeup or something. It itched. Uh, but the hair lasted four days and it's absolutely fantastic. So, um, if you want to take a look, I think her Heather's got pictures, I think, or she did take pictures. Um, on, yeah, there's a uh, Joe right now. I'm great, showing it today. Great for radio, uh, showing, uh, Heather's outfit for the, the day. My contribution to that was I tied the tie. You did a good job as somebody and Dave, I know you went to Catholic school as well. It's a pretty good, uh, it's not bad for, uh. You know, for a guy yeah, like, I, I learned that one in uh, it's not a Windsor not. It's not a half Windsor, but it's the Catholic school. I'm just going to tie this real quick so I don't get yelled at not. Yep. Uh, so we then for the first time went over to uh, Universal. Now, once again, we were joined by uh, Heather's friend, uh, Rick, uh, right? Who came yeah. on the on the Saturday. Um, and we started the day at Universal Studios Orlando and. Um, and we almost immediately went to and spent the majority of our time in Harry Potter world. Um, the first, the very first thing we did upon arrival at uh, Harry Potter land is go to the wand show. Now, Heather in her full get up was like, all right, I got, I got to get chosen for this. Well, she wasn't. Uh, so guess what we did next? You went to get a wand. Kind of. We took the uh, Hogwarts Express over to the other park and did the wand show over there. Um, now, Joe, have you ever done the wand show? I have not. No, I've, I've, I've done the whole Hogwarts Express and I've done Hogsmeade and all that good stuff. And, but I, I, I will say that my, my experiences with like all of like the intricacies that those lands, uh, offer, I did not partake in. I did like a lot of the main attractions, but I did not get like, uh, I did have the butterbeer and stuff too. That I did. But, uh, so we, we actually, all right. So before I'm, I'm skipping around here, I was sure. just informed. Uh, we did Gringotts. We did Escape from Gringotts, which was a very, very fun ride. Um, we did get a butterbeer. We got frozen butterbeer because it was Florida. It was summer and it was 900 degrees. Did you um, actually try a regular butterbeer too? Did I try a regular butterbeer? No. Did you? Heather There's did. A, there, so ask Heather, what is, which one did she like better? Which did you prefer? The, re- the regular one. She preferred the regular one. I, I enjoyed the frozen one. You see, everybody, there's there's a huge there's a huge divide on this. You know, there are, you have your camp of people that like the regular one. There's people that like the frozen one. I happen to like the regular one, but believe it or not, I actually uh, hold. I, I guess as a local, I don't get it as much. But when when winter comes, I'm all about that hot butter beer. I like the regular yeah, one. Yeah, we weren't Dave. getting a hot butter beer. It was yeah. literally well, now, the end of June. It's a seasonal thing, but. If I'm gonna have an if I'm gonna have an actual like all year butter bear, butter beer, I actually rather the actual uh, the non frozen one. I actually I like the actual. Uh, so you used to be able to get the uh, uh, cinnamon whiskey in the drink. They can no longer do that. No, no, you can you could never do that. What you do is oh. you have you have you what you do is you ask them. You buy a you buy a shot of fire whiskey. And they tell you that if you, they see you alter the drink in any way, they have to take it away from you. So you walk away, 
and you go outside and then you spike your drink because that's how that's how it goes and the other thing uh don't ask for the deathly hollows uh layered drink you have to ask for a uh, a layered beer and you tell them what beers you want and as you leave you say like it like like death i will welcome this as an old friend and walk away yeah so i was just informed of the other thing from heather um I, I, i'll be honest i'm not the world's biggest harry potter fan <laughs> i'm pretty sure i called it a jigglypuff or hufflypuff um yeah. pick whatever it was the 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 other house that we're all in Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah, I called it a Hufflepuff. Um, I'm not the world's biggest Harry Potter fan, so a lot of that was lost on me. Um, so regardless, after all of this, Gringotts, we went on Gringotts. We did the train, Hogwarts Express, over to um, Islands of Adventure and Hogsmeade. Um, it was enjoyable. It was fun. Uh, and then we did the uh, we did the uh, the wand show over there, over at. Uh, Hogsmeade, and this time Heather was chosen, so we got uh, to experience the Hogsmeade show or uh, the Hogsmeade wand choosing show, um, with Heather as the uh, the subject of it in her full Slytherin outfit. She did receive a wand, which is around the house somewhere here. It's an ash wand, um, and something about dividing. Or... Mine is birch. Okay. Birch, okay. I, I don't know what any of this means. It's lost on me too, Chuck. I mean, I read the books like 15 years ago. I was never a big fan of the movies. I actually like the books better, but I don't remember. Yeah, me all, too. I don't remember all the details, though. That's the problem. So, I enjoyed the movies as cinematic entertainment. Um, yeah. So we went over to Hogsmeade, uh, did that, and then we left after doing Escape from Grin... Ging or uh, not Escape from Gringotts, uh, The Castle of One. Uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Yeah, The Forbidden Journey. Heather is currently face palming next to me. Um, which, you know, uh, that KUKA arm technology, it, it kind of... I, I don't get motion sick, and I did not get motion sick, but I felt... Like my equilibrium was off after getting off that ride. You, you, either of you guys? It's very weird because on top of that, when you get off, you're still you're still on a moving platform. So I'm so you know if it's if it's not one thing, it's you know you're still not on stable ground when you actually when they lift that um, restraint for you to get off. You know, I I find it's more of the stepping off onto stable ground that's when i kind of feel like that little shake like whoa well what just happened but i think that makes it worse there are a lot of rides uh chuck at universal that i feel nauseous when i get off of mainly because they use a lot of screens so i'm not going to single this one out specifically but uh, that happens to me a little bit so w we did not do a ton of rides at universal um we spent a lot of time in harry potter land um but that was the only one that really got me, as it were. Um, and then after that, it was about lunchtime. So we went over to NBC Sports Grill and Brew. I have been oh, there. Favorites. Oh, it was so good. Um, we got the pretzel. We got the pretzel. Uh, did we end up with two or three pretzels? We ended up with three pretzels, cheese curds, um, water, ice. I flew all the way to Florida and I got a McKenzie's hard cider 
for lunch. Um, for those of you that don't know, it is uh, out of New York, out of central New York. So uh, those cheese curds are amazing. Yeah, those cheese curds are very, very good. Heather actually, and this is one thing I will say about uh, Universal, not only in their parks and City Walk and whatnot, um, in their hotels as well. They had, and probably as it sits right this second, even as you're listening to it, have drinks that are inspired by the Tokyo Olympics. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, this may not be the case, but Heather did have a Tokyo Olympics inspired drink over at NBC Sports uh, Pub. And, you know, the food was great. And this is a huge thing that I will say about Universal in comparison to Disney. We got a same day reservation. Now, Joe, obviously the four of us did get a same day reservation, but not through Disney. Uh, we got a same day reservation through Universal for like three hours from then, from when we tried to decide, hey. Did you did you call it in or did you actually go? Uh, we used the app, the website, um, I, for a party of six. Time, I remember one time I never call it in. Always use that app. I remember... I was with I was with Florence trying to get a reservation and I called I called their hotline. They said, Oh, we have this reservation for this time. And I give them all my information and they went to give me the uh, confirmation. They're like, Oh, sorry, while we were making the reservation, somebody got it on the app. And I flipped out. Hey Dave, uh, I know you go to Universal obviously way a lot more than I do. Um, does Universal use open table like a lot of Disney Springs resorts do? Disney Springs restaurants do. I don't think so. Chuck Shake has had no. I don't think so either. Uh, because thanks to you, I learned that um, because of our Splitsville reservation, I looked and the only thing available was uh, Disney area. Like there wasn't. Well, I also want to follow up with how, you know, so we've all eaten at, we've all eaten at NBC Sports Grill and it's a good place. Like, I mean, it's not a crazy, like fancy place, but it's got good food, great vibe, lots of TVs. It makes ESPN Club at at the boardwalk look kind of crappy it puts it to shame it puts it to shame it's huge and it's like you know what and i'm not the biggest fan of espn all right but i know it's a, it's a disney property that's what they really should have put at the nba experience now joe i, I will ask you this about and dave um well, did, didn't they with city works well i mean it, it would have, i haven't been there it would have been the whole the whole place you know? yeah i know but I think that that was one of the ideas of City Works was to up their game to actually compete with Grill and Grill. And I've been to, to City, fix what they missed. I've been to City Works twice, yeah. man. It's okay. It's okay. It's I I I pick Splitsville over City Works, but that's just me. I've been I've been okay. there a couple times, but um, did either of you have to go upstairs to the restroom? Yes, yes. anytime. Those <laughs> okay, the old school banners, like the NBC Sports banners that they had in the back of the second floor. I thought those were the coolest thing. I spent like 10 minutes wandering around the second floor just looking at those. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot visually going on there. They did a nice job with the with the decor, the theming of it. Um, and they proved some of their own stuff there, too. Yeah. And, and, and Yeah, they definitely did. And their bar area is huge, too. So if it's kind of busy, you could get a seat at the bar. Like if you're like one or two of you, you don't mind sitting at the bar, you could definitely find a bar seat. So. Um, yeah, I, and we weren't at the bar, but we were in the bar general area and the table was a foosball table. Oh yeah. Which was fantastic. Um, it, it was nice. Not that we needed a ton of amusement because we were, we had company and all that. Um, but it was nice to have that there. And, and by the way, I did beat the other two people on the side of the, on the other side of the table by myself. 
ignoring my entire defense and only working on the offense. Well, at least you were a winner. So. Uh, absolutely. Um, so after NBC Sports grew, Grill Pub and Brewery or whatever, uh, we went back into the parks. We spent a little bit of time there. The only thing that I'm really going to comment on is uh, we did, in fact, do the E.T. ride. Now, from when I was there last to now, the only thing that remains is the E.T. ride. Um, it was a lot of fun for me. It's a Heather must. I was not a fan. It is a must for me. It is my fa- it is my favorite thing. As a matter of fact, when I mo- when I moved to uh, Orlando and when I walked into the apartment and later on when my um, my now roommate Dan got home from work at Disney, he saw me and the first thing he did was go, "Welcome home, you arrived," which is a uh, which is definitely a quote from the. Uh, E.T. ride, for those of you who are fans will totally get that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like one of the last remaining things from, like, opening day, right? I mean, like... The last. The last. last. Actually, not the last. E.T., uh, Animal Actors, and the Horror Makeup Show. Okay, those are, like, two things that, like, I'd say 98% of the people are not gonna know what those other things are. I mean, I'm, I'm remembering Back to the Future... I'm I'm remembering Nickelodeon see, I, Studios. I, I, I'm remembering Nickelodeon I, I, Studios. I take you the horror makeup because it's that good, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do any shows. I'm going to do coasters. I'm like, this is part. Of, this is part of the Universal experience. I remember ET when I was a kid. Uh, Universe. Oh uh, yeah, Nickelodeon Studios. I mean, Back to the Future was awesome, man. That was that was such a good attraction. I mean, oh. That's like classic. You know what? That's like classic Universal that we talk about classic Disney stuff, and it's like. Oh, I wish they would bring some of that stuff back, but I don't know. It's, just, it's not going to come back, so. But No, um, and I wasn't actually informed. I did skip over. We did uh, Fast and the Furious, and we tried to do Alien. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did, you did skip? You did Fast and the Furious? Yeah, we did Fast and the Furious. You poor man. I, uh, it, <sighs> I hate it. I felt, <laughs> I felt Earthquake, okay? I, I felt the... The ghost of earthquake in the area, but boy, was that. There's amazing. only one word. There's only one word to describe that. To describe that ride, stupid. Yeah, that. You know what? It had it misses. It had its misses. We did, like I said, we tried to do. It, it wasn't good. I'll be honest. It just wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. Um, we did try to do. It's better though. The queue was amazing. Oh, the queue was great. I could have walked around that queue for an hour. I didn't. Um, we did try to do Men in Black Alien Attack. It went down as we were in the queue, and we got some fast lane passes. That's the only, that's another. Express passes. Seeing that on my must every time I go. Uh, well, fun fact about the express passes, we uh, we didn't use them. <laughs> we still have them. Oh, mail them to me. I'll take them. Okay. Um so from there, we exited the park and went to Voodoo Donuts. Now, this is what I will say. Absolutely mobile order. We walked in. We walked out. It took less than five minutes. We walked from the uh, the back of the park to the front, placed the order on the walk, uh, picked it up, ate it at the hotel. You know, Fantastic. I've never been. You've never been to Voodoo? No. They just they just don't look appealing to me. I'm I'm one of these people that if, if I have a choice between a snack, I'd rather go for a savory snack than a sweet snack. So it's never so that the the new the donut shop in uh, 
Disney Springs, all those, yeah, all those places. They just do nothing. They do nothing for me. So I just, I'm not really a sweets guy. You know, aside from ice cream, I'm like, okay, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, you know, Dave. It's, it's, Dave, speaking of sweets, um, I did uh, with the uh, guidance of Florence uh, Porter. Shout out, Florence. Love you. Um, pre-ordered my Gideon's cookies at the East Market in Orlando. You have to do that like a few days in advance. Um, so I will say this: I thought there was uh, a lot of hype about nothing. That those things are worth every penny, dude. I am going to give you that. I drove. I that. drove from Daytona. That's- to pick up the cookies at 10 a.m. and drove back. They were that yeah. good. Yeah, so I, these people I, wait in line I, for hours a day. I mean, I wouldn't wait all day. Well, I, let's not get too far into this conversation. I'm just saying, but I, he talked about that. I wanted to bring that up. It was absolutely amazing. So, Well, yeah. no, no, no. We're, we're, we'll get there. We went there. Oh, okay. You did go there. Okay. They are, they, they're salted, too. So, oh, that's amazing. You know, that's so Chuck, switch gears. Let's talk about Gideon's, man. Just get into that right now. Uh, well, actually, there is one other thing I do want to touch on before we leave. Yeah, so Universal. after the Voodoo Donut, where'd you go? Uh, back to the hotel, and uh, we got the fried chicken, and we spent the night at the hotel. And we went to the pool bar. Uh, they have two options, souvenir cup or Bubba Tub. What did you think? We What do you think we got? Bubba Tub. Bubba Tub. Um, so the next day, we went to... Um, was this the day we started at Volcano Bay? We started at Volcano Bay. Have either of you guys been to Volcano Bay? Negative. I have. You have? No. No. Oh, you're, you're missing out. It's hands down I the think- best water park in Orlando. Okay, so I like the Tapu Tapu. My prop. My problem with water parks is this: I have this huge fear of heights. So one there's the fact of when I have even though there is the tap to tap there's still a line so when you're actually going up a uh, catwalk of uh, of stairs waiting online and you're looking down that freaks me out so I kind of shy away from water parks for that and two there are a few of those slides that are right next to I-4 and going down them the idea that you know I'm a bigger guy I have a little bit of girth to me I just have to, I have this un- unfounded fear I know I know it's I know these things are tested and everything, but I have this, I, I just have this like mental image of me going on one of those slides and spilling on I four. So Dave, uh, so I, I am bigger than you are and I was able to go on everything without issue. Um, and I did not end up on I four <laughs> at any I point. Do, I do love that, uh, that, that rapid river though. That is amazing. So we'll get there. So, um, I did, the drop slide now heather the drop slide for those of you who are unaware is all the slides at at uh, volcano Bay do have a very very strict weight limit to the extent that they will in fact weigh you before you even get anywhere near the slide um so it does have a a weight limit and then it also has a cardio test to get to the top there are 208 stairs to get from the bottom to the top of this slide um so after you get to the top, you stand on a floor and they enclose you in a capsule and then the floor has gone and you're just shooting down the, uh, the water slide at God knows how fast, but it is probably the most fun slide that I was on there. Um, I wouldn't do it. I went on one I, of those I, at a Gaylord they, Palms, Dave. I, I did took, it twice. I took the, uh, I took the chicken exit. There is no chicken exit. You walked all the way back down the stairs? Yes. I was oh like, nope. Oh, my God. I was like, nope. Oh, yeah. 
So I Heather looked, does not took, do those. I took one look at those capsules and, you know, I was, I was in a, uh, I was in one of those haunted houses where you had to sign a waiver mm -hmm. and they, uh, they kidnapped me and stuck me in a coffin. And ever since then, I'm like, no, you know, so I, I just was playing that back in my mind. I saw those capsules and, you know, I'm like, nope. I'm like, no, I'm done. And so Heather does not do these slides either. So we used her Tapu Tapu and I got to go on twice. Nice. So it was quite the endurance of the cardio test because I ended up walking up, uh, I don't know, 500 stairs over the course of 20 minutes. Not even. Um, that was fun. But the, uh, the Raging River, which is the Lazy River on steroids, is the best thing at um universal parks it is a lazy river that you are mandated to wear a life jacket inside of there are no tubes you're just in the life jacket floating along it's three feet but you can't stand you can't stop you just go um it's fantastic highly recommended joe i will absolutely tell you to spend the 80 dollars and go to volcano bay because of that lazy river see alone. jen's not a water park person but my buddy justin is um who I've done many trips with him and his wife, uh, Brittany, and uh, we've done you know many days at Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, so that would be something that I would definitely be down with because I love water parks. So. Better than both of those combined. All right. See, I'm, I'm a huge... Like Dave, I was telling you before, I know Dave, you've stayed at Gaylord Palms. They have one of those tube slides where the floor you know, falls out below you, and those things are awesome. So, uh, yeah, this sounds like a good time, Volcano Bay. I mean, I've driven by it a million times on I-4, but, um, yeah, never, never been inside. So. Yeah, you need to change that. It is worth every single penny. All right, I'll make a I'll make a point of it. Yeah. Um. So we then left Volcano Bay, went back to the hotel, got changed, uh, went back to Harry Potter Land, had dinner at Hogsmeade. The next day, which was Saturday, we went to the parks for a little bit, and then we thought to ourselves or excuse me, which was, I think, Sunday. We left Universal for the sole purpose. Actually, this may have been Monday at this point. Um, we left Universal Parks proper for the sole purpose to go back to Volcano Bay just for the Lazy River, the Fast Furious River. Um, so we spent the day there drinking and just enjoying company and made friends with the bartenders and long $200 bar bill later, we ended up going back to the hotel. Um, it, so the drinks there are fantastic. Um, but the, uh, that should show you how much fun Volcano Bay is. We did no slides, just the Furious River. That sounds like that was the highlight of your trip was like you enjoyed Volcano Bay. More, I mean, I could, I, I could I could do a whole day at B B Volcano Bay with just the river, and that that does sound pretty good. I don't want to speak for Heather, you know, because she was doing all the Harry Potter stuff. But it sounds like you know, you were definitely enjoying Volcano Bay, Chuck. I mean, Dave sounds uh, no, both of us. So that that was actually a, a combined trip idea to go back to Universal um, just for Volcano Bay. All right. Um, and like I said, then we. Had a little bit at the pool, at the um, bars there. And, and as you should. So fun fact, if you get the souvenir cups, now we do collect the souvenir cups. Uh, they are souvenirs, so you are allowed to take them and they're plastic, so you're relatively easy to transport. 
you bring it back to the bar, they take $2 off your drink. Every little bit helps, right? Yeah, especially when you end up with five plus three. Oh, Jesus. 15 drinks. Well, I mean, you're on vacation, man. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're doing it right. Yeah, yeah, we were doing it right. Uh, so that, that night ended kind of early. Probably about seven o'clock. Um, and then this brings us to our last day, and it was nothing but headaches on our travel day. But we did do two or three. We did go to Disney Springs on the last day. And in that day, we went to Gideon's. So this is, see, it all comes full circle. All right, did you do the, you wait, did you rope drop Gideon's? We did not exactly rope drop Gideon's or the Springs, but we were there early enough that we did not need to virtual queue. We just waited in line. All right, so uh, I'm going to ask you, what cookies did you get? Oh, oh boy. Uh, so we did the peanut butter one. We got okay. two of those. The white chocolate chip macadamia nut. Have either of you guys had those? Yes. Oh, so it's so good. I just ate it for the first time today. Um, So, so good. You froze them? No. Uh, yeah, see, they're, they're, one, one of those cookies takes me three days to eat. Yes. Yeah, there are certain there are certain flavors, Dave, that you can't get at Disney Springs that you can get at East Market and vice versa. So I think that might be one of them. Uh, Disney Spring. So it's not on the Disney Springs menu. Or it's you know what? It's not on the East Market menu because I looked at their website tonight in in show prep. Um, it may have been their like monthly rotating cookie. Um, it it's so good. It's got sprinkles. Oh, it's delicious. The white chocolate macadamia nut. If you have it, if it's on the menu, absolutely get it. Uh, we got the chocolate chip and another chocolate chip. So we got six. Actually, we got 12. Did you, got do, the peanut butter, did you do the peanut butter cold brew? I did not. I'm not a big coffee person. Heather did. She enjoyed it, but it was very, very peanut buttery. Um, she liked it, but could not finish it. So, so Dave, I'm going to say something. I think you will back me up, and Chuck, I think as well. We're we're big Disney fans, and I think a lot of the Disney snacks, and we're and we're known for our snack crawls here on the Mickey Dudes, right? Sometimes I think some of the snacks are probably a little, uh, you know, maybe over exaggerated because we're having them in the parks, and it brings back a lot of memories. You know, what I'm saying like there are certain snacks that are, you know, if you were to take them out of the Disney bubble, they'd just be like, eh, they're okay. I would say. These cookies, and I know like they have them in Orlando as well, but like they're not overrated. They're not. No, they're they're really not. not. Like I, I thought they were overrated. I was like, I'm not waiting in line for no cookie. And then I tried Florence's. She shared uh, some of hers with Jen. And I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. Then we went and Jen and I bought, I mean, we bought six of them. We got cookies and cream. We got one of them with like uh, pecans in it, uh, chocolate chip. We had the chocolate chip key lime pie one. And a different one. Ooh, and, that and, sounds. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, if if you guys are listening, you have it. You gotta try these. I mean, honest to God. And if you pre-order them from the Orlando um, location, I mean, we had to put it like three days in advance. So like, you can't like order it that day. It's like you got to do it a couple of days in advance. But those snacks, those cookies are absolutely legit. They're not overrated. I'll be the first one to call something that's overrated. They're not. They're absolutely amazing. So, anyway, Chuck, I'm sorry. This is your uh, no. I'll, just... I'm actually going to jump right on that train. Uh, um, so my sister was down in Florida, May sometime, 
Um, and I'm like, hey, if you're going to Disney Springs, can you do me a favor? Just go to Gideon's, get some cookies. Um, because I've had a couple other friends go down and, you know, get in the virtual queue, pick up cookies for me. Um, and she's like, wait, why am I going to do this? This sounds stupid. Well, she picked us up cookies, as, as I asked, and uh, had one for herself. And as soon as they were done with the cookies um, that they got for themselves, she's like, oh, wait, you're going down again, right? I'm like, yeah. Well, I need you. I need you to go to to Gideon's, and you know she started uh, scratching her her face like she was uh, fiending for some uh, some cookie cookie magic. Um, they are that good, and they're smart. See, they, they won't ship either. They won't ship them. Yeah. So well, they're a half pound. You're going to pay fifteen dollars for shipping. But no, but they're, the they're creating the that demand now. They're creating the demand. If you would have asked me to pick you up cookies, I'd be like, okay, I, that's fine. I'll pick you up cookies. I would have eaten your cookies. That's the problem. Yeah, that that I wouldn't blame you. They're that good, and there is a limit of six per person. Yeah. So I again, I would have eaten your cookies. But the pre-order, though, you had to have a minimum of six. Well, so th- there's a couple of different rules. The ones in Orlando, I don't believe have that six per person limit. Disney Springs absolutely does because when they run out of them for the day, they're out. Um, but that's six per person, not six per party. So we got six for myself. So, well, what time did you go? Tennish. Uh, did you? Did, was the uh, coffee cake one an option? Yes, but I don't like coffee cake. Gotcha. Uh, because we did get it for my sister. Um. So we did that. Uh, we we did go with one of our friends down there who excuse me who met us there and ultimately went to Disney Springs with us. So Heather and I were able to. Uh, to just like we got an ornament personalized, so she waited in line while we ran into that, and then I waited in line while they ran and got coffee. So it it, it worked out. Uh, it was about a forty five minute wait or so. Um, so we got all that done, and then we went to homecoming, which I will say is probably some of the best uh, food that I had on Disney property. It's first time I've ever been to homecoming. Heather got uh, the fried green tomatoes. I got the chicken sandwich. And it was fantastic, delicious. So if, if uh, you're looking to uh, go there, cake, though. But the uh, moonshine cake. No, we did not get moonshine anything at 11 o'clock in the morning, given the previous day at Volcano Bay. Remember, Dave, he had all the sippy cups. So, uh, Well, this is actually where we got the second sippy cup, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> we got as just a souvenir. And I believe we put water and or lemonade inside of it. Um, sure. Spiked. Homecoming's doing the uh, the sippy cup now. Yes. Okay. When I get back home, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get myself over there. Um, if you if you do not have a reservation in ADR, go first thing in the morning. Like that's what we did. We walked up at eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, and uh, we're like, yeah, how long's the wait? Uh, five minutes. Okay. Yeah, we we did brunch there a while ago, and. I will say this, man, do not your eyes. If your eyes are bigger than your stomach, like underestimate the food, because if you order more, you're going to be like severely full. Yeah, um, super. Happy. I had a sandwich and I was severely full. It was delicious. Uh, and then we started to get ready to uh, to head home. So we went to uh, the candy cauldron, got some Rice Krispie treats, walked all the way back. And went to Earl of Sandwich, which uh, will be a fun tool to help us out later. Uh, made it to back to the hotel and saw our flight was delayed. 
and thus begins the long journey home. Flight was delayed for about an hour from Buffalo to Baltimore, uh, or excuse me, from uh, Orlando to Baltimore. And we called Universal and we're like, hey, our flight was delayed. And they're like, oh, yeah, just get on the next bus at 3.15. So no issues like that with that, like what you would run into with Magical Express. Got to the airport and our flight was delayed again. So what was a 90-minute layover from Baltimore to Buffalo turned into 10 minutes. Um, Got on the plane in Orlando. It was ultimately delayed, and then they made up the time. By the time we got to Baltimore, the flight from Baltimore to Buffalo, which is 43 minutes, was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. So the 10 minutes we thought we had, mm -mm, 90 90 plus minutes. And this is where the um, Earl of Sandwich comes into play that Heather was thinking very, very much in in the future on. We were able to have dinner because uh, the Earl of Sandwich that we bought, we ended up eating in the Baltimore airport. And then, you know, not to besmirch Southwest, uh, everyone's going through these troubles right now. We got on the plane, and then we were delayed for probably another 90 minutes on the plane. Uh, once again, it's a 40-minute flight from Buffalo or Baltimore to Buffalo. Um, Southwest and Baltimore Airport is, you know, I will give Southwest credit on this. The as For those of you that fly know, anyone in a wheelchair is loaded onto the plane through a third party, basically. Um, yeah, that third party never showed up to load the people onto the plane. So the pilots, the flight attendants, the entire flight crew went above and beyond and loaded all those people on um, on the plane themselves. So that's you know, amazing. Hats off to them for for going above and beyond. I mean, the flight delay was not caused by anyone at the airport. Um, Weather? No, lack of staff. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're seeing, you're, lack of you're staff. seeing a lot of that lately. I know Jen had a flight with American uh, at a Daytona. She was going Daytona to Dallas. And, like, you know, it's just there's a huge, like everything else in this country, there's a huge shortage of everything. There's a huge shortage of airline pilots and, and flight crews. And there's just, even with the all the cutbacks on flights, they don't, there's not enough crews. And they got to rest. They're required to rest yeah. so much between flights. And, you know, we forget this sometimes, you know, we, you know, that we think about the big, bad airlines. Right. But these are human beings. Like these are these are regular people and they get yep. they, need, they need days off, too. So, yeah, sometimes you're just getting those delays where it's like, yeah, there's just no crew or, you know, they'll have, they'll have reserved they'll have reserve crews. But sometimes they those reserve crews take some time to get them over there or they're prioritized. And so. if they hit something on top of yep. that to get in. Yeah. And you know what? rather have a well-rested crew that's you know it's going to keep us safe in the air than you know if they're going to make if they're going to be pushing all this turnaround and everything you know that that rest that rest requirement is paramount for everybody's safety and people get yeah. annoyed that, but you know it's it's there it's there to best serve us so you know. well I, it so the flight crew didn't time out it wasn't an issue like that it was actually the baggage handlers that became the issue they didn't have anyone to put the bags on the plane. Oh man! And the flight crew came out and was like, "I, there's nothing we can do. We're just here." 
Because yeah, we were on the plane. We were boarded. We were right. on the plane for 90 minutes. And Southwest, man, everybody checks their bags on Southwest, especially being in Orlando flights. You get the free check bags. Everybody just checks it. And Well, this wasn't the Orlando. It was Baltimore to Buffalo. Oh, okay. Well, everybody still um, checks the bags on Southwest. Well, so actually that, that brings me to my net or actually bring me back a little bit. We got to the Orlando airport and was like, hey, our flight's going to be super delayed. Like, are we going to make our connection? And when we went to the gate to check in the or went to the desk to check in the bag, they're like, listen, they're holding like four or five flights in Baltimore because of this one flight. So there was a lot of dominoes that fell into place, but the flight crew was great. I mean, they did as much as they could. They, they literally said, it's not like we can go out there and load the bags ourselves because we would. Um, so we should have gotten home at 11. I think we got home at like one. Um, but we originally booked a direct flight and because there's no staff, uh, they canceled it and moved us to this layover flight, which, you know, created all sorts of issues so that is the not that is the short version of the six days that we spent at universal and wait a minute yes how could you have gone through your whole trip and not talk about velocicoaster oh shoot yeah we did in what? fact both do velocicoaster oh. and how, how did how did this happen? That you didn't yeah, I think, Dave, I, I will say this. I think we distracted him with the cookies from Gideon. Well, so. yeah, the cookies definitely so. distracted me. <laughs> yeah, I'm also very aware that we've been recording for 90 minutes. Well, and, and, and Chuck, don't worry about it. I'm going to split this into two shows. So <laughs> okay, good. Um, so Velocicoaster, the second best roller coaster I have ever been on. Um, Velocicoaster is brand new. It opened June 20 something. 21st and that's behind, and that's behind what it's got to be behind a cedar point yep. coaster right yes it's behind a cedar point coaster it's actually behind steel vengeance okay which is basically the same uh type of coaster that iron guazi is either going to be or is already if it's open um Iron is not open for the, for listeners uh that's going to be the one at the uh not universe uh bush, bush gardens, gardens. And this is that's a hybrid coaster, so it's a wood frame with a steel track, so it's a wooden roller coaster that goes upside down. Um, second behind only that, and the one that I'm referencing is actually Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. Um, so Velocicoaster. coaster, the restraints are not really restraints; they are over the head lap bars, so there's plenty of wiggle room. I thought I was going to get yeeted off the roller coaster, as the kids say. Um, Heather was not a fan of that at all. She she feels there should be seatbelts. I'm like, yeah, no. If that's how I go, that's how I go. Um, so there is some airtime, and I felt I was going to get thrown from the actual roller coaster. Um, it oh, it's just so good. It's so smooth. It's quiet. It's so much fun. Um, I think the wait time was quoted at 65 minutes. We waited 45. Um, because there was no express lane. It, it's worth it. Worth every second of it. Better than the Hulk? We did not do the Hulk, oh, the Hulk but so I'm going to say worth every second of I will, it. I will say it is better than the Hulk. The Hulk is good. I mean, the as Hulk good as it could be, it's not It's not the same. The I would Hulk absolutely say cool. do Velocicoaster. I go on the Hulk, and I'm like, is this ride over already? Uh, Velocicoaster, you get off Velocicoaster, and you're like, whoa, what just happened? Yep, I was that ready to go right back in the line. Hey, Dave, yeah. I think that's a little harsh, Dave. I think it's a little what? harsh about t- telling the Hulk like, "Oh, is this over already?" Like the Hulk is a good ride, man. It's a good ride. So, 
I mean, yeah, it might not be up to like I haven't been on Velocicoaster, obviously, but it's not that bad. So like, no, listen, Velocicoaster is like I said, the absolute second best ride, like roller coaster I have ever been on, and we and did do it, Hagrid's. You, did, you know, that's the thing. You did coasters the wrong way. I mean, up up until Velocicoaster, I had to say that Hagrid's uh, Hagrid's uh, magical motorbike was the best ride in Orlando. And I love I love Hagrid's, but I literally got off of Velocicoaster, and uh, I think my friend was with me, and my friend turned around, looked at me, and said, "Who's Hagrid?" And I just laughed because it was it, it was true. Yeah, so we uh, we did Hagrid's, and we ended up having to do the virtual queue, and long uh, it basically turned into a four hour wait, even like including the virtual queue time. I think we waited about two hours in the Hagrid's line. Um, the Velocicoaster just, you know, it it knocks it down with one good punch to the face, and then it just keeps beating Hagrid's in the face, punch yeah. after punch. It's that, it's head and yeah. shoulders above Hagrid's. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that J.K. Rowling went for, what, did not put up a fight with the Velocicoaster going up because it just messes up the sight lines and basically runs into, almost runs into the hogshead. And yeah, like, well, you know what? Velocicoaster is better. Yeah, it is. I don't think anybody in Orlando, Dave, is worried about sight lines anymore. So. No. <laughs> I think those days uh, are Did gone. I mention we ate at uh, the Leaky Cauldron? You no. did. You did not. Uh, we did eat at the Leaky Cauldron one of the nights, and it was, it was good. I had the fish and chips. We ate there kind of later, so as we were walking out, the park was closed, and we got to see the universal like bits and pieces of the Cinemagic Spectacular. Which was very entertaining. It's like uh, Universal's World of Color. Um, it, it was it was good. I'd, I'd absolutely go back to Universal, but a vast majority of that is going to be spent at Volcano Bay. All right. I mean, I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad that you like Volcano Bay that much. I'll have to look into that a little bit more while it's still hot as you maybe know I'll what. Go back, maybe I'll go back again and reevaluate. I mean, so th- there's a couple of things with this. One, we did go earlier in the day at Volcano Bay, so we were able to get through four or five of the slides, um, including the slide roller coaster or the aqua coaster or whatever they call it. Um, the drop slide that I got to do twice, the mat racers, the body slide, et cetera, et cetera. And then the la- regular lazy river and then the fast lazy river um, and then the wave pool. So, yeah, we got a lot done. Um but it's it's worth it, and then I would strongly recommend going to uh, the Dancing Dragons pool bar. Nice. Well, Chuck, is there anything uh, anything else that you could uh, that you want to share with our listeners? I mean, uh, we're at a good hour and twenty minutes right now, so this is going to be a two parter. So, if uh, you want anything else you want to add about your uh, your trip, speak now or forever hold your peace. I would not write off Universal. Um, prior to this trip, I was thinking, yeah, I'm not going to go to Universal. Like, well, there's nothing there for me. I'm not the world's biggest roller coaster fan, but I'm. I do enjoy roller coasters. Um, it's Universal has stepped up its game, and Disney is kind of lagging on that. Um, the guest experience, the guest, you know satisfaction at universal felt for me higher i mean obviously i'm a i'm a giant I'm, disney fan fan but universal I'm, just knocked it out of the park 
You know what, Chuck? I'm going to one-up you on that. I've said it many a time, and people think that um, it's pure blasphemy, but at this point, the way things go, I like Universal better than Disney at the moment. Yeah, I mean, uh, Universal's definitely stepped up their game. I agree with Chuck and Dave. Uh, I agree with you guys both. I mean, I haven't been there. I haven't been there in a couple of years, right? But me and Jen did have season passes a couple of years ago, and uh, the value is fantastic, especially as a Florida resident, yeah. Dave. I, I know you've had uh, you had the the, the highest uh, level of uh, annual pass. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the, uh, my brother just spent some time there. He had a good time with his family. Uh, they stayed at the uh, Hard Rock. And uh, they said they had a good time. My niece and nephew uh, had a blast. I don't think they did Volcano Bay, but they did the you know Islands of Adventure and, and uh, Universal Orlando Main Park. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you know sometimes I think Disney sits on their laurels a little bit sometimes. And uh, yes, there's yes. a lot of things we love about Walt Disney World. And yes, it's always going to be our first love. But uh, sometimes it's uh, you get the other one that kind of gets you to look every once in a while, and uh, it, it definitely mixes it up. So and it's something different, right? You know, it's when you do the same things over and over. Yeah, we're all Disney purists, but sometimes it's nice to, to mix it up. And uh, so, yeah, it's good to have another option in town. So that's for sure. I'd go back to Universal. Absolutely. All I'd right. go back to Universal within this year. All right. So, Dave, do you have anything? Chuck's yawning. So I think that's uh, that's kind of a sign right there. Dave, <laughs> you, Dave, you got anything else to add before we close out uh, the show here? All right, so uh, you're, this is going to be a two-parter, guys. So uh, if you're listening to this, this is part two of uh, Chuck's uh, two-part adventure uh, down in Central Florida at Universal and at Walt Disney World. So uh, to close it out, Chuck, uh, you know everybody pretty much knows where to find us, but go ahead and tell everybody where to find you on the interwebs. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. All right, Dave, where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Figments Reality. And you can find me on uh, Facebook at Dave Koch. All right. And you can find all of us, all the Mickey Dudes, including Annie, our Mickey Dudes, uh, at the Mickey Dudes Pod, Mickey Dudes Podcast. Just search Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you'll see our logo. Follow us there. Uh, for myself, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Quat. Uh, on Facebook at Quat Joe. And also over at the Disney Dads Podcast and the ResortLoop.com DVC Roundtable Show. Uh, so yeah, so for all of us, Chuck, we're glad you and Heather had a great time. I know I, and, and speaking on behalf of Jen, we had a great time meeting up with you. Thank you uh, for letting us be a part of your trip. I'm speaking for Dave. I'm sure Dave was happy to see you on uh, your trip as well. So glad you had fun. Glad we got to share your experience with all of our listeners here. And for all you guys who tuned in, uh, thanks for listening to our show. And until uh, next time, have a magical night, guys. Take care. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.